0: hello and welcome back to another episode of the who asked me podcast where i am joined this week by the amazing beautiful niamade aka that african butterfly hi guys how are you i am good well i'm not gonna lie it's been a day i was yes, going say i'm good but yes it's it's we're been a week for, today. It's, it's been a week for everybody i feel like personally and just keeping up with all of the mess which is what we are here to talk about and we're just gonna get straight into it because listen, it's, it's a lot. Okay. And we don't want to keep you here all day. So first things first, that I want to discuss is something that I actually saw on Twitter, probably like an hour before we got on here to record. And that is somebody it's the takedown seasons. Okay. Pretty much what I saw on Twitter was Chris Bassett, Candace's husband, Um, somebody tweeted him and said, you know, you need to let this go and start trying to spin it in a positive light. Everyone has their takedown season and this just happened to be yours. You need to try and spin it in a positive light the way Candy did. And I, I honestly have a problem with that because if you have listened to me in the past, um, you know that I, I do have a problem with the takedown seasons. I don't like those, no matter whether I like the housewife or not. I, I don't think that it should be viewed as that. If there is a housewife that I feel like needs to kind of be brought to the table, kind of like how I feel Kyle needs to be, Kyle Richards, I don't want to see a takedown season. I want a season where her feet are held to the fire, okay? But I don't want, you know, a a gang up, a beat down, anything like that to where she's running off the show. I don't want to see that for anybody. I think it's extremely, extremely problematic. I hate, hate that this is where we are now. And then not to not to mention, this is a completely different, completely different ballpark. The things that they are accusing Chris of are it's dangerous. It's really dangerous. And there's there's not quite any bouncing back from this. And that's not, we didn't go through the whole season thinking that, at least I didn't, of that season of Atlanta, thinking that Candy was a it wasn't said out front like it was with Chris I should say like we didn't go through that whole season thinking that she was a you know predator Mm. that came out at the reunion and then it was dealt with properly it was properly dealt with um and I would imagine that some sort of investigation might need to be done just because in the matter of which these women are claiming where he came at them i.e giselle is saying that he came at her at the reunion so that is technically on bravo turf you know what i mean what do you think of the takedown seasons
1: i think it is ridiculous first of Mm -hmm. all i find the Mm self-producing of housewives lately just very annoying me too and i get like i get that they understand the formula and the blah blah blah, Mm -hmm. blah as we all do but like at least try to pretend like you're having authentic stuff. I think the reason why a lot of us right now are like woohoo into Miami is that they aren't as self-producing. They're Mm -hmm. just letting things happen. And the funny thing is if Potomac would let things happen and let us see their real lives, we would actually have interesting content. Mm -hmm. Um, And I know we're going to get to the Robin of it all a little Mm -hmm. bit later, but that was real stuff happening real time during filming. So if they had been real about their lives, they wouldn't have had to make up stuff about exactly. Chris to give us content. Exactly. And like you said, the stuff that they are accusing him of is is really like legit things that could harm someone's reputation. Thankfully, there's Bravo cameras with footage to see for the most part, but I think they need to think about these things. And I don't think anyone should be accepting of a takedown there should be no takedown season no maybe there's a season where someone's especially problematic and Mm -hmm. it needs to be addressed but that's not the same as like we're gonna rally together and take this person down nobody i don't think anyone decent enjoys watching that even if it's someone i don't like i don't like seeing exactly
0: exactly i and again i would love to see feet held to the fire i would like to see people held accountable like i think Mm -hmm. that Kyle Richards does need to be held accountable in certain ways about her behavior, about how she speaks to people on the cast, about her approach to newer castmates. I, I think, and you know, the the clickiness and things like that. I've always hated that about um, Beverly Hills, about for the, and that it, it hasn't always been like that. You know, right. if you're a watcher of Housewives, it has not always been we go in and it's there's a focus on this season. It's a focus on who is going to be taken down. And moreover, there are not seasons of outside of Potomac and Beverly Hills, the other Housewife franchises do not operate like that. Mm-hmm. They do not operate like that. They don't operate on icing others out that they don't like or want to film with, and we'll we'll get into that. Um, they don't operate on okay, I'm going to meet before, and this is who I'm really going to be picking on. This is who I'm right. really going to be uh, driving into. I'm going to bring this to the table, this to the or table. Or if
1: they do, table. they're not as obvious about that. It.
0: That too, but I, I, for me, I really don't think that they do it. I don't think mm. the women of Atlanta do this. I don't think that the women of Roni, the old, used to do this, and I hope the new ones don't do it. Um, I, do, I don't think that that is the formula for the other housewives except for Beverly Hills and Potomac and I recently said that Potomac at the end of the day why we will never be able to come all together with this cast is because and find resolution is because at the end of the day Potomac was built on mean girl energy since season one episode one it always has been built on I'm better than you. I'm bringing this to the table. I'm, oh, I'm more, you know, I'm more etiquette with, you know, all that yeah. shit they were pulling in the first season. And that's why we will never, ever, ever with this cast, I feel, get to the, you know, root of it to where we can all come together. Now, on that note, we do need to get into the Potomac of it all and the Robin Dixon of it all. So unless you've been living under a rock, you already know that Robin came forward and, uh, spilled her own tea in a way and said that on reasonably shady and then went behind a paywall and gave deeper context that there was an incident with Juan. And I'm not willing to call that. I'm not willing to say that Robin said that he had an affair because that is not what she said. Now, the story that she told is, I'm just going to be very blunt, stupid. I was repeating it to somebody this weekend, and I said, stupid, my, as you were saying, and I, yeah, I was like, this isn't even <laughs> my husband. This is even my my shit. And I was like, I don't know how she said that out loud. So just to give a brief synopsis to everybody in in case you don't know, Robin said, yes, there was some, um, um Communicating with Juan between a woman from Instagram. And that is the woman that the TikToker exposed, like exposed, like went to the TikToker and saw had all the receipts with Juan's name and credit card information on it. She says that Juan was being stupid during COVID and needed attention. And so this woman came into his DMs. She listened to Reasonably Shady. She told him, Oh, I'm a fan of Giselle and Robin, and I just want to let you know, blah, blah, blah. Therefore, they start talking. She claims, and this is all according to Robin, y'all, she claims to be dating a Baltimore Raven. And so, you know, she said, she lives in Canada. She says, oh, I'm going to be in Baltimore. I'm coming to the States, I guess. Should I come? And according to Robin, Juan says, yeah, sure. I mean, I don't know if you're going to be here. Yeah, whatever. So then she's in Baltimore. She's at the casino. She loses her wallet, money, some way, somehow. She calls Juan and Juan um. Goes to the hotel, just pays for her room, and then leaves. Totally plausible. And that's all. And then the lady tried to blackmail Ron. I almost called them Ron and Robin. <laughs> I've literally been doing that all week. The lady tries to blackmail Juan and Robin, and she says that she asked him, she you know, requested him on Zell or um Cash Up or something, uh, for like four thousand dollars. And that um Giselle claims, Oh yeah, the woman said y'all gonna make her famous, da-da-da. I need to, I I need to like, just really, really dissect how stupid this sounds.
1: I'm with you, sister. Because
0: first things first, and I will get into this a little bit later. What has become extremely apparent to me this season is that Giselle is a terrible friend to Robin. Giselle is a terrible friend to Robin. Because at the most, I would have never allowed my friend to get on to... A podcast record it and then post it record yeah. it twice okay yeah and, I, I, mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. and in that so she you know, probably
1: thinks by not telling it she's a wonderful friend
0: oh yeah but oh she, she does she show. she does and we'll we'll get into all of that with her but my my issue is and there's some side commentary from Giselle because she's good for that and she's you know Robin's telling us yeah and that's he didn't play for pay for her plane ticket because I checked the the credit cards and I'm like Robin, you act like sending money. You just said that she zelled him and cash out him. And, you know, but off to the side, Giselle's like, yes, checking credit cards. Yes, checking numbers. I'm like, no, shut the fuck no. up. No, you shut should the not the have to do up, any Giselle. of
1: that with your significant no. other. Like it, the whole situation bothers me from beginning to end. And I'm mm-hmm. always very honest about the fact that I'm not a huge Robin fan. Mm-hmm. I try with her, but I find her to be, very fake it's funny because I was watching an older episode from a little while ago Mm
0: -hmm. not older
1: but where she was like calling out Karen and like people will see you for who you are and who you pretend I'm like there should be a mirror in front of you right now you should be talking to yourself everything you said about her I feel about you yes so it's just like she is trying so hard and I I get on one level I give her a little bit of grace for the fact that She really wanted the wedding because everyone's been saying like, oh, you're not getting married. It's not real, blah, blah, blah. But then on the other side. why are they saying that? Because they know. Yeah. Who he is and how he's acting. And it's just like, I cannot imagine in what world I would divorce someone for infidelity, decide to remarry them. And before we even finish getting married, find out he's being unfaithful again Mm -hmm. and still go through with it like that. Like it. It literally blows my mind mm-hmm. why she would continue on with that. Like how low, and I don't even mean this in a mean way. I mean this in a real sincere from my heart way. How low does your self-esteem have to be to accept that treatment from somebody else who claims to love you? Exactly. Even if he didn't do all the other things, when you get to the spot where he was talking to her online, stop. Stop it right there. Why? why because, is your fiance talking to other women online
0: who claim to be fans of, of you is
1: bullshit
0: who claim to be fans of you And right. th- this is my right. thing this is my thing okay because of course there's calling the young lady thirsty and da 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 and i i agree i sure. i famously say i am not a person that's like oh don't blame the female don't know i got smoke for everybody I got smoke for everybody. Exactly, you just took the words right out of my mouth. Especially when they know I got smoke for you. I got smoke for you. I got smoke for anybody in my path that knew that this was some bullshit. Okay, so she's calling this lady, young woman, thirsty. Da da da. Robin, Juan is the thirstiest bitch at this table because you literally just sat here and told us that during COVID, which we know you were dealing with depression issues he felt like he was not getting enough attention from you to the point where he could, it's not even the grocery store. It's not even somebody from his past. He was so thirsty for attention that some random bird, and I don't even mean, I don't really mean to be disrespectful by calling the young lady a bird, but like really she flew into his DMs. Okay. And just kind of just so easily baited him i don't even know if she really had to and we're supposed to believe that this is the only
1: one like exactly only had inappropriate conversations with one person Ms. i'm really
0: supposed to Please. sit here and be like oh warren's not thirsty he just gave into temptation the the most basic level one of temptation because he was so bored and being an idiot and then not only that we know that he can't even get there has been a time i'm not saying all the time there's been a time when he hasn't gotten his kids up to go to school So you're so bored, Juan, that you are communicating with this lady on Instagram? Unbore yourself and take your fucking kids to school. Unbore yourself and support your wife. Unbore yourself and support your wife while you're telling. Because Robin did tell us that. He said, you know, that's unattractive, Robin, for you to be laying in. a. If you're so fucking bored, you are so fucking bored, but you are so committed to me and you need attention. How about you put that energy into helping me as your partner, your wife? Okay. Mm-hmm. I don't really want to hear too much about the young lady because she don't owe us nothing at this point. She don't like, I don't give a fuck. She don't owe Ron. Ron. She don't owe Juan or Robin anything at this point because she did what she set out to do. Yep. She did what yep. she set out to do. Like Robin, what the hell? Okay. And it then, just, it just blows my mind. Act like he needed to get up out of his home to go and pay for the room no cuz I, I this is something that's been like that part in of my the, mind. no
1: like no but like really like really truly maybe you can help me no i understand. cannot i because cannot i cannot understand in what world this stranger needs to call like where, how you even remotely make it acceptable for this stranger to call your husband. Who was she at the casino with? Who did she come to town for? You're going to tell me you don't think it was all for him yet. She called him for help. What about everybody she knows who should be on a long list of people before getting to your husband and you're making
0: excuses and blaming her. Like, she doesn't I, have a sister, a brother, a, a family member, a friend, a second grade teacher, a nobody. She, the, the list of people that she should have called before Juan to pay for that hotel room is If the very, story was real, thick. it's very the, long. Yes, right. if the story is real. I literally famously went to go see a guy one time that I was dating and I found underwear in his room. And I was staying with him. And I said, I'm not staying here with him. Now, obviously I did not. And I was leaving the next day. I didn't have money to pay for a room because I didn't plan on paying for a room. Okay. Uh, well, I could have put it on a credit card, but I didn't want to. I called my mom and I was like, my, I told my mom what happened. She was like, okay, yeah, i use- here go you know don't go, go and but my mom didn't need to be there she literally mm-hmm. was like looked up the nearest hotel nearest cheapest hotel since i was not even going to be staying there a full day and i was younger and she was like okay it's there you can go okay. like he did not need to go like no okay but it's just like
1: i i'm almost angry at her and carlos had a mm-hmm. podcast and he expressed it and i agree with his anger i agree too. Like, i'm almost mad at her for thinking that we are that stupid that we would believe this story. Like part of me wants to think she's smart enough that she doesn't believe it, but I have to wonder, maybe she does. But I'd like to think she's smart enough that she doesn't because it doesn't make sense on any level Mm -hmm. for her either to call this stranger for help while she's in the middle of nowhere, or to believe that he would have been able to assist her if there wasn't something going on. Like obviously, obviously she came to town for him. Exactly. Obviously, they were hanging out together. Obviously, he agreed to pay for the room. Did they hook up? Probably. But let's pretend like let's pretend like they didn't. She's still your husband, husband, or fiance at the mm-hmm. time, still had another woman come to town for the purposes of hanging out with him. And then not that a, is unacceptable.
0: And then not only that. Then to take it a step further, she says he left and she, the young lady got mad and said, you're not going to run errands with me. Cause she, Robin's like, she had to run errands, which I don't fucking know, whatever. Well, and on vacation. yeah, she had errands to run. So then he calls his friend and says, oh, I need you to take her X, Y, Z. My husband cannot, he should not, I should say, <laughs> should not. He would not be my right. husband anymore. Right. Call somebody to take any other woman anywhere besides me. You want me to believe that not so now it says not only is it his problem that she didn't have a place to say, but that she needed to get around town. And can we just can we just pause for a moment and acknowledge like
1: Juan Dixon is not some bleeding hearted, yeah. super caring guy. Like it would oh. also be one thing if he like gave off that. Like there are some house husbands who like you could almost be like, oh, it's so stupid. But if someone came to them and were like, I had this problem. I, Ron really strikes me as the type, unless he's totally different with everyone else than he is with his wife. But he's thank you. Me as a, I don't give thank a fuck you. type of person. Thank you. Though I said about person. Robin on camera. On camera, the way he treated her, like your wife, if we're talking about the same time frame, your wife is going through major depression, cannot get out of bed. Your mm-hmm. response to her is, that's not attractive. Yep. We're supposed to think you're so bleeding heart that a mm-hmm. stranger called you because they needed a room and you got them a room and you took your friend to help them. That's the type of person you are. Yeah, Doubtful. Well, you're not you- showing that you're that type person with anyone else. So it's highly hard for, highly doubtful. And hard for us to be like, suddenly you've become this bleeding heart for this exactly. one random
0: person. Thank you. And you know, and, and I, I will get into this in a bit, but like, that's the second time somebody took, Robin, where, and cause I do have, when we get into the, the storyline of it all, I will explain. I do have um, kind of a, like an understanding cause I understand nuance about Robin in the storylines. Okay. She, even her own friend, Giselle said that oh that's unattractive Robin you can't be getting out of bed I have expressed to you that I am feeling depressed I'm having depressive episodes that was a
1: bad friend moment for me with Giselle and oh
0: terrible terrible bad from bad from Giselle bad from one as well I because I literally would be like well first and foremost please know that you are always beautiful you are always beautiful Mm -hmm. like that is one of the easiest things to say to somebody dealing with you know, low you know, low self-esteem, yeah. uh, depressive episodes. I do want to move into the storyline since you brought up K- Carlos King Um, and he, I think, I don't always agree with him, but when he's right, he's right, okay? And mm-hmm. baby, he was right. He told us everybody in my production, under my production surveillance, would be fired if yep, they did been fired. That. So I want to get into the storyline of it all because Robin fans are really, really just tying themselves up to try and make this make sense. And I'm sorry, but I don't care which way you twist it, it doesn't. First things first, one of the things I saw last night was somebody saying, Oh, Jennifer Aiden didn't bring it up in on camera until Marge did. First of all, that happened. Bill cheated on Jen years before years she was ago. years. Like, I was gonna say when she was pregnant ago. the last time, and that kid is 10. She was not even thought about being not on The Housewives of New Jersey. It's not right. the same. So in that sense, yeah, I don't. But and, and I would have more respect for Robin if she would have taken the Jennifer Aiden approach. And when it was brought up to her, she, like Jennifer Aiden did. It was not a secretary. It was a so-and-so, you dumbass. We right, exactly. Were, I, I, listen, no matter how I feel about the lady, I was gooped and gagged. I said, <laughs> oh, oh, and she <laughs> right. spoke about it as much as she needed to but then she said we work through it i'm done she they entertained us with a couple of conversations that i'm sure they already had because this happened a decade ago this with ron god damn it Juan and robin (laughs) literally (laughs) happened while she was a housewife while they were filming okay so (laughs) i want to get into what robin what we feel robin needed to tell us about because i'm not a person i don't need Mm -hmm. to see I don't need to see her finding out. I don't need to see her getting in Juan's ass. I don't even need to see a fake therapy appointment with them. I I really don't. But what Robin told us is that it is something that they work through. And it is the reason that the wedding took so long. So now we have a double whammy. You have people asking you what's going on with the wedding. And not just, not just Karen, Giselle, your buddy has asked you that on camera. You have had a safe space, a safe environment away from the women that you swear are hating on you that you're, I don't like them, blah, blah. I don't like Wendy because whatever. You've had a safe environment to talk about it, right? to bring it up. And you still did not. And what I'm honestly, because allegedly what Carlos King heard as well was that Giselle and Ashley- knew and there was a meeting and this is a legend that there is a meeting before the season and they said we're gonna push this forward and try to deflect now there is there are other rumors besides the instagram girl oh yeah and uh, what i think what i think where everything flew off the handles is because robin said i was just waiting for a castmate to bring it up Okay, problematic. When but then, then someone kind of did and you flipped the fuck no, out. But no, I think they brought up the wrong girl, which is right. why she flipped out. She was prepared for them to bring up the Instagram girly. She wasn't prepared to talk about anybody else that may or may not exist. And I just want to be clear, guys. There's, there. I have a TikTok up right now and there's people from the DMV area saying like, that's not news to us. Like mm-hmm. he, he is known for being out and about. Maybe right. not holding hands in Georgetown, but like they're, they're, they said that there are always rumors about one yeah. being around. Town. You know what I wish, you know what I wish?
1: Well, first and foremost, I wish she would get some self-esteem and realize that she needs and deserves better treatment, mm-hmm. but I almost feel like sis, if you're okay with it, just say you're okay with it. Like we yeah. are living in a time right now where more people are open about being, yep. where more people are open about having open marriages, like if you know your man wanders, but that's not a deal breaker for you, you're mm-hmm. just like, Hey, we have this relationship. He does his thing. It's just physical. It's not mm-hmm. emotional. I don't care that much. Just say that. And honestly, we'd all move on. The reason why up, and, and a lot of housewives get in this situation where they're fighting the truth so bad. And it's like, and I think we've talked about it once before, like with Ashley, like when the stuff came out about like, Michael and other girls, she's like, yeah, sometimes we hang out with other girls and we do stuff with other girls. Mm-hmm. We're all like, oh, and then moved on two seconds later. Yeah. That's what would happen with Robin. She was like, oh, we just are open and it's, I don't care. Then we go, okay, but we don't care. But now we're facing you lying to us mm-hmm. and dealing with why you are accepting stupid, mm-hmm. literally stupid excuses. And we're wondering why you're being so dumb. And yep. it's just like, I would like for her to either acknowledge that she doesn't care about mm-hmm. him being unfa- unfaithful or... Get that self esteem. Get a breakup, and let us have like a real storyline of like you and Ashley becoming city girls, dating, finding yourself. Like there's so much
0: to do with that. There, there that is so much have to compassion do.
1: Passion for her. If there was is this instead of the lies. Like just don't lie. Exactly. That's irritating across the board.
0: And I, I completely agree. And I, what I will say here is, when it comes to the storyline, first of all, people t- saying Robin doesn't have to tell us. Robin doesn't have to tell us. Which y'all want the lady to just be on the screen and look pretty? Then, right. What What is the fucking point? What is the fucking point, okay? I can twist this in so many different ways and tell us how she could have presented the you information. You could have just told Giselle. Thank you. And it'd be a conversation between them that however, the rest of the cast didn't have to know and acknowledge till the reunion. However, however, the, now that you bring up Giselle, I will say this. I believe that the issue with Robin is and ha- always has been Giselle. That is her, when it comes to the show, that Mm -hmm. has always been her issue. I think that we would have gotten a completely different housewife out of Robin Dixon if she had not been on the show with Giselle. Mm -hmm. Robin is a person, she's a very chill person. I can tell that, that she's very chill until she's not, much like myself. And Giselle often, I feel, leads her in the wrong direction because Giselle gives advice from a place of Giselle. Mm -hmm. She does not give advice of like, I know you, this is my friend and I know that this is how you handle situations. So let me give you advice in the sense of, and turn my lens on towards you, how I feel you would deal with the situation. You get what I'm saying? Like she, Giselle does what she, one, what she wants to see her, what she wants to see Robin do and what she would do herself. I think that one of the biggest ways Giselle has dropped the ball in being a friend to Robin, because as we know, she's they famously said that Giselle fought for Robin to be on the show. Mm -hmm. She has dropped the ball, helping Robin with her storyline because I do ever since season one, I really don't think that Robin fully gets like what she's supposed to be doing as a housewife. I think back to that, you know, the last season when they were in, um, Chesapeake and the there she's talking to her about depression I have no problem that Giselle took her upstairs and talked to her because I do think that that is something that's a you know that's a one-on-one issue yeah but the the biggest thing and it go wraps back around to Potomac being such a mean girl you know environment is Giselle was so concerned with making sure the windy stuff took place last season making sure that with that rumor and stuff had a home and was dropped that she completely failed her friend. Yep, she completely failed yep. her friend because she had that conversation with her. But then what she could have done if Giselle was really this leader of Potomac, like everybody tries to act like she is, she could have still dropped the Wendy stuff in a more delicate way and said, because in those in those um, allegations on that blog, Juan is listed too. It's Eddie and Juan. It's mm-hmm. Eddie and Juan. Right. She could have said, now Miss Wendy, I know how Robin feels about the, you know, the blogs and stuff, but ha- how you how are you and your camp dealing with it? We could have done that. And then maybe there was there is an argument in there somewhere. Okay. Right. But then afterwards, Giselle could have said, you know, had an event. Ladies, I want to have a, an event. Robin has expressed to all of us how she's been feeling and struggling with COVID. And I want all of us to remember that we are. Queens, no matter whether we get along or not, we love each other and we need to uplift each other. That is the basis. At the root of Potomac, that is what's missing. None of them can come together and be like, okay, put this aside because they all cut too deep also. Yeah. None of them will be able to do that. I like to reference Atlanta and and also with Potomac. They think it's their job to get somebody off the cast and it's not. You're not a producer. You're not a casting director. Kenya Moore and marlo argued in um blue ridge last season and as we know we a lot of stuff was left out uh marlo took it too low she talked about kenya's daughter xyz what kenya moore did not do was sit there and say i'm not filming with her Uh -uh, i'm not going to talk about nothing in front of her she did not take it into her own you know hands and say it's my job to go out of my way to try and get my co-worker co-worker fired even though i do think she crossed a line she crossed a line with me and that's me personally it's not my job to get her fired
1: well i do also think that like and this is part of why robin annoys me um is i don't even think with her it's so much wanting to self-produce i just Mm -hmm. think that that's kind of how she is as a person when she's upset exactly And it's interesting because she gets the she's so chill. She's so cool. And I think it's also why Giselle likes her because mm-hmm. Giselle gets to be in the middle and Robin gets to be the two extremes. Robin yes. gets to be the, I'm chill. I'm reasonable. I'm whatever. But then the minute she's upset about something, she's flying off the handle. She's yelling at people. She's in their faces and like, the, like her pettiness and like the mm-hmm. glee with it. I think I wouldn't mind it as much if she was like, acknowledging of the fact that that's who she is. If she was, you know what I mean? Like acknowledging of like, like she's like a heavenly or she's like a little like they go too far. That's what it is. Mm -hmm. But her whole like, Oh, I'm so all of these things, but no, you're actually not. The minute you get activated, you're yelling at someone, you're screaming at someone. And then you're doing childish things. Like I'm not talking to you. I'm not talking to you. No, you can't see this picture. You can't see the phone. Oh, let me bring out speakers. You're supposed to be my friend. So let Mm -hmm. me bring out a speaker to show this stuff for everyone. Like Robin's a nuisance and I wish she would acknowledge her nuisanceness and lean into being the villain instead of trying to be like oh I'm the good side like Giselle's the bad one but Mm -hmm. I'm the good one no you're both bad you just do it in different ways yeah Giselle lets you because it makes her she knows whatever side of it on you she actually looks good compared Mm to you you're flipping out even though Giselle I think like like I I definitely
0: believe she she does because yet again and again let's talk about what Robin should and should not have told us okay it would have been so easy for her to just say it in that way when we were talking at the or when they were talking at the table in Mexico she could have even spun it in a Jennifer Aiden way and said what are you talking about ain't nobody walking down the street in Georgetown it was an Instagram message and we all know that boom bam okay then it would have been like okay we worked through it Right. She could have gotten ahead of it and she chose not to. She said, well, I was waiting for somebody else to bring it up. So y'all just collect think- information about each other. Y'all just collect information about each other. And then I do think that if it is true that they knew about the one thing ahead of time and they, cause like to me, Ashley's face said like, and when they were, when she told her in that store, I think it said, I'm sorry, Robin, like we, we tried, we tried yeah. to, you know, cover this up with Chris xyz i think that it does fall under the parameters of she should have told us okay but then to not only that she should have kept it to herself because i could kind of see that argument a little bit further had she not gotten on the podcast and had she not gotten on their patreon behind a paywall that paywall part. because be let's be honest the reason robin and giselle have a podcast is because of real housewives the reason they have a patreon that they can charge five dollars to tell their business on is because of housewives so you are biting the hand that feeds you, literally feeds you, because you have all of this stuff because of Real Housewives. And I think that's what bothers me the most about Giselle and Robin's responses to a lot of their actions lately. Yeah, Giselle yeah. saying, oh, social media, that social, social media doesn't, doesn't matter. Um, you are does. on this fucking show because yeah. you, you are on social media. We are talking about you because you're on this fucking show. So stop yeah. it. Cut it the fuck out. Don't act like you stepped out in Potomac and you're famous for being Jamal Bryant's ex-wife and that's it. No, you're famous for being Jamal Bryant's ex-wife who is on The Real Housewives of Potomac. So so, please, please, if you were not on the show, you would have to figure out where the fuck your next paycheck is coming from. And Mm -hmm. just so we're clear, your paychecks are going to come in because you were on The Real Housewives of Potomac. No matter what. All of your roads, every money, every cent you will make, every opportunity you are afforded from here on out is because you got your ass on the real Housewives of fucking Potomac. Yep. So mm-hmm. please be for fucking real right now. Be mm-hmm. so for fucking real. that's what annoys me when they try to act like they're better than like like a bad exactly
1: acknowledge that's where you came from like it's not a bad thing if anything if you're able to take the little bit of housewife that it gives you and blow it up that's amazing Mm -hmm. for you you don't have to bite the hand that feeds you and pretend like oh nothing like it is because of us so stop acting like you're so above it all when you're in the crooks of it and when you need us to be like that annoys me too like you need like you need us sitting here having this conversation on Mm -hmm. a podcast. To spread the word about you and to have people talking about you. So that then for you to talk down to mm-hmm. your audience, like oh, social media, you people like, no, you need us to keep you relevant because the minute we all stop talking about you, your paychecks dry up too. Exactly.
0: But, and, but however, again, somebody will still employ them because they were once of Real Housewives <laughs> of Potomac fame, you know, and on that part, I do want to wrap up on this and go get into the other, um you know, <laughs> recaps that we need to talk about. Cause I do want to talk about Miami. What bothers me also with the Robin fans is kind of the deflection because right now it's kind of like what people, and I'm not comparing housewives to black lives matter. Okay. But when people's like, there was this quote that went around with, when people were like, Oh, what about white lives? What about this? What about that? And it says, no one's saying that, White lives, other lives don't matter. Right now we're talking about the black ones. And that's right. how I feel about Robin. Again, not comparing yeah. this to Black Lives Matter. I'm. It's the quote that I'm yeah. pulling from. It is, yes, no one's saying that other housewives have not messed up. No one's saying that other housewives are not bringing drama to the table because yes, Karen's storyline, a little dry for me little dry all right she has not been showing up for work however right now right here right now we are talking about robin and we're talking about robin y'all's fave because she did this she told us about this shit.
1: Okay.
0: not because anybody was digging not because of what karen said she oh, decided that- to tell us about this shit. therefore we are talking about it okay and moving forward she she's not the first housewife to do this she will not be that last housewife to do this but right now she is the housewife that did it and that is why we are talking about her right well I was gonna ask you like do you think part of why she's
1: so hard up on not revealing anything is because she knows that it's gonna be like a ball of yarn when you pull one like she can't even kind of admit to or acknowledge one because it's probably gonna be one of those like oh yes there's this woman now you have five women coming out like I'm the woman but like oh that's not the one I meant that one I meant that one and like I feel like that's why she doesn't even ever want to even slightly acknowledge it because she knows it's bigger she knows it's it's gonna unravel
0: you know where there's where like Alexia likes to say where there's smoke there's fire which there's a whole bunch of fire over there in her shit Mm -hmm. but like (laughs) maybe maybe that that's why I have no clue I wish you I wish Robin would have kept this to herself I wish yeah. she would have kept it to herself. And, you know, as far as I, I really can't get with, I. Th- and I also, I, I think it was a cold day in hell with this last week's episode of Potomac because I found myself agreeing with Mia. I feel like Mia even is like, I don't, I don't know. Like she made up with Wendy. I think Mia was very aware that she was going to look like an asshole. And then when Giselle and her sat down to have sushi at her house, you know, and she's saying, well, Wendy's not coming because she was laughing And uh, what Mia even says, oh, I don't know, I wasn't paying attention because I really feel like Mia is like, I did what you guys asked me to do. Right. I did what you guys asked me to do and now I'm going to look like an asshole. And it was very telling because uh, Candace was on Watch What Happens Live and she, uh, Andy asked her to go through like what she wishes for all of her um, Mm -hmm. castmates. And when it came to Mia, she said, I want Mia to understand that it's okay to just be you and you yeah. don't have to suck up to and she's used the name whatever she used to call robin and uh giselle green-eyed bandits no she she called them she, i think she called them flunkies she was mm-hmm. like you don't have to suck yeah. up to flunkies because you think they're the ones to be in with. she said something along those so lines she has been like from the start she has, she she has. has. At
1: dinner like her first dinner you come with karen mm-hmm. who's supposed to be like the person you brought you in and you're like i think giselle has a good, a good heart, heart. Like, Okay, calm down, girl. Like you are really, you're reaching,
0: and it's mm-hmm. a lot. Yep, exactly. So i I feel like everybody is on the within them, and obviously, without uh, outside of the cast, is running thin because they're like this. Y'all are really keeping up too much fucking shit. Like y'all really are. You you want to, us to go after these people? And again, I want them to understand it is not your job to get to get anybody else fired just because you simply don't like them. That and what, that's what they're trying to do with Wendy. That's trying to—they're trying to send these messages out. They're trying to tell Candace, you need to calm down. They're yeah. trying to tell Wendy it's time for you to get out. That's not your job.
1: No, that is and not you know your it's job. So, it's been so interesting too watching the reactions of the husbands mm-hmm. with the allegations because mm-hmm. you saw Chris now Chris rightfully is upset and angry because his was like allegations of yes. making him feel uncomfortable blah blah but as far as the cheating he bear like the being out and flirting with people they literally laughed it off yeah when he went to Eddie they literally laughed together mm-hmm. at the ridiculousness of it yeah robin calls Juan he Flips the fuck out yeah and it's like well of course you do because you know it's true because it's upsetting to you and you don't want all the other rumors out you can't laugh it off because you know it's a valid rumor and you're worried about it blowing up even more
0: exactly and i do need to touch on because i went i went back and watched the first two three episodes of the season where giselle delivered the information to candace and it's just all so sinister because I, I will play this game. If Giselle was, originally what she tried to say is that I think what she was trying to allude to was that she didn't like the optics of it. Right. But since the beginning of the season, this has grown legs. Giselle has done right. interviews. She has been yeah. asked, do you think Candace has something to worry about? And she says, yes. I, Even I at the beginning, she told, Robin, she told Robin. She told Robin. She told Robin. She told Robin. I think that Chris is a sneaky link. I think that he is this. You never, she she t- tried to like, she was too in between with it because she tried to say like, I'm just trying to let you know, like the optics of it, da-da-da-da-da. And that's why uh, Candace went, wrapped it back around with her because she was saying a whole bunch of things. Now, if she would have just said, Candace, I just want to clear this up. You know, Chris was mad at the last reunion or in New York, whatever they say. And we did go back to my room to talk and, you know, you know, my history, I just don't like the optics of that. So I want to let you know, if Giselle was a decent person and that's really what she meant, then that's what she would have said, but that's not what she meant. She dangled this in front of here. And that's why I don't blame Candace. And She got mad
1: that Candace Mm -hmm. didn't bite. If Candace had been upset, I don't -hmm. think she would have blown it up more, but because Candace didn't get upset the first time when she told the truth, she kept making it like more of a thing and bigger of a thing. And
0: it's it's unsettling to like, I would be, that is a divorce level thing to sit there and tell me that my husband possibly did something to you that was inappropriate and unwarranted. But like, look, you can't even like, even you right now in this moment, can't even say it
1: in a way because it makes no sense because of how she told the story. Exactly. truth, Which is that you invited him to the room. He came, you told him to leave, he left. Like there's literally, there's not even like a gray area of like, oh, maybe she was on like well then the she, way says, she explained it the first time mm-hmm. though with the truth before she made it bigger to make Candace upset was so clearly not an issue
0: you know where she fucked it up because since I just watched it, you know where she of a little bit of a little bit of a little bit of a little bit of she little she of a little bit of she said, she she said? she said of a little bit mm-hmm, mhm mm and then she goes, well, then Cal said, I don't like that because Chris knew I was gone because he gave me a hug and shook my hand before I left. Mm. You, This is a whole production set. Your hair and makeup people at times are, they could be on the stage. They could be backstage waiting on you to be touched up. You could, they could be anywhere, anywhere. Mm. Chris, I think it is egregious, egregious for the, him to sit there and say, Giselle's makeup and hair people are in her room. I don't know who's in your room. I don't know who's right. in your room. I just right. said we need to have a conversation. We can talk but later. She
1: could have said, and, "Let's go to the
0: lobby." Yes, yes. And you said, and Giselle says, she says, I said, "Let's go to my room." Mm-hmm. Let's go to my room. It's just like it's it's a different level of fucking low, and I really think this is inappropriate. It's it's unhinged, and I understand that they allegedly bravo fails to get giselle in check yeah like she yeah, they I love don't, her i don't understand though because this is ridiculous well yeah, is- she hasn't been giving a lot of storyline
1: and i mean i know you said we need to move on to the others but like it's very frustrating also because even with robin as much as she annoys me she's mm-hmm. had legitimate things over the yeah. years that could have been legitimate storylines yeah i actually mm-hmm. enjoyed watching her work on her business and seeing mm-hmm. the cattiness of the hats and her not posting karen's pictures and blah 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 and you know seeing her work through like that depression season that's a huge topic yeah it's a huge deal that could have been really a moment to talk about it yeah to, to give life to it things like that especially the in the black community things it stinks the cheating thing. But like, that's also something to talk about the empowerment of her dealing with that. Like, mm-hmm. I love this man. I've loved him since I was young. We we had a marriage. We had a divorce. Mm-hmm. I thought we could keep it working. It's not working. I'm devastated. But like women will get behind you and rally yes. you on that. Yes. But like when you lie to us and then try to give us flop nothing, that's when yep. we get mad.
0: And I, let me say this too about Robin and her storylines from the beginning. I understand that sometimes some st- people, people can be so unserious sometimes okay and as we know the internet makes a lot of jokes that are probably that probably are not funny to the person that they're directed at right so i do feel for i understand if she were to say like because you know people have said like well y'all y'all always got to talk about her blah blah okay but you're on a reality show about yeah. and candace said this in her statement she said "Our the first thing she said is our bosses clap back often when we say we don't want to talk about something is." You're on a reality show about your life. It is clear what you are to do, what you are to talk about. Okay. Mm -hmm. So I understand that Robin has been dragged for certain storylines that I don't necessarily think she should be dragged for. And it within her, if she says, well, they just, the audience drags me, my castmates drag me and I don't want to share. That is the time when your job is based on sharing
1: a Maybe good point. amount of
0: your life. I'm not going to say everything because we've had that conversation. Um, yeah. Listen to uh, Niamhadeh's uh, YouTube yes, channel. Yes, I have an episode
1: called <laughs> Mention It All. We get yes. very into Yes, it's we
0: it. have <laughs> talked about what, you know, and I'm not, we don't fall under the guise of you need to tell us everything, but you do need to highlight the, you know, big moments. If Robin is like, I'm not sharing because all y'all do is talk about me and I get dragged. That is the time when you need to reevaluate if this is the job for you, if this is what you want to do, because, and then you say, maybe it's time for me to do a friend of, because I personally cannot take sharing and opening up. And then all these people do is drag me.
1: Honestly, both Giselle and Robin should be friends of, like, I don't dislike them even though they kind of annoy me i don't dislike them enough to be like oh they shouldn't be on the show because i'm very aware that i don't need to like everybody and that you yeah. do need some yeah. some villains on the show you just do but they're not giving us anything of their storyline they just nip at other people uh, yeah. and like like what do we know about giselle besides her decorating her house you know what i mean at this and the point, fact they that she can get in everyone's marriage like let them be friends of let them hop in but like i would like some new housewives who are actually willing to
0: share their lives with us At, but here's my issue is these housewives and we've seen it from the beginning they come in thinking that they need to impress Giselle I need somebody who is not Except going Monique. To... well no Monique <laughs> we still, came in. We... Monique still <laughs> came in and tried and throughout her tenure on Housewives of Potomac yeah. she did still give Giselle chance yeah. after chance after chance she they are looking for something from that lady it is the old you know the prior first lady in her Now, I think that also a lot of the women on Potomac are very faith-based. They have Mm -hmm. strong relationships with God. Um, I think that that plays into the whole Giselle of it all as well. Um, Mm -hmm. I need somebody like me who don't, I I don't want to say I don't give a fuck about religion. I'm not religious, okay? So her first lady stance, that does not move me, okay? I'm not saying me. I don't want to be on Potomac. But like you know what I'm saying. Somebody who is so indifferent who does not give a fuck what that right. lady says yeah i'm gonna yep. who comes in there and says i'm go- who who you know I'm but i feel know like we kind of have you. that with wendy and that's why they can't stand wendy. that is that no we do that's have why that they can't wendy. stand we wendy. do have that with wendy she does not care to kiss their asses um you know i think at this point giselle and robin need to be separated i would love to see robin without giselle Because every time we have seen Robin without Giselle, she's made up with Wendy. She's out with the rest of the cast. She's having a good time. She is able to move past without Mm. Giselle in her ear. However, I am not stupid. And I know that Giselle is not going anywhere. Right. Okay. So I think that they need to be separated. I think that it's time to kind of make some people uncomfortable so that they can, Bravo and the production team need to regain power with some of these women and they can understand that this is what you are to do is to create a show not be a bully not live out all of your the rest of your church uh lady fantasies okay because i have heard that she was how giselle acts on the show is how she was with the congregation that's what
1: i've heard too yep.
0: i have heard many plenty rumors about that okay word on the street so <laughs> i just i think that's what we should do moving forward now let's let's touch on salt lake city there's really not that much to talk about Get to the salt lake city of it all um Apparently Mary Cosby is coming back. I don't even think that's going to save this franchise. Yeah. She's coming back as a friend of obviously Meredith's friend of because she's not, no one else's, she uh, all the rest of those bridges have been burned <laughs> um, from both sides rightfully so. I I just, I don't, you, this Why last is part a of hard the hard one for me because I kind of like
1: her I don't, mind, I don't mind Mary yeah,
0: yeah. yeah, I don't mind Mary for entertainment value. Um, You know there's been a lot of talk about you know she's a racist da da I'm listen when it comes to the Mary Cosby of it all I'm really not willing to have that conversation with people and not you Neil Matte obviously yeah. I'm not willing to have that conversation with people who are just going out of their way to want to label a black woman racist because there's a lot of layers to right. Mary Cosby's um problematicness well and plus it's Salt Lake city like and I don't know if we'll, we'll touch on this but
1: cuz of that stuff that recently came out about Angie K, and then it was like, well, Lisa's following this person who has this like thing. And I'm just like, well, first of all, most of us don't know everything about all the people we follow on social media, Mm -hmm. but also this is Salt Lake City. Like I assume Mm -hmm. if not the cast, at least most of their friends are team, you know, all lives matter, white lives matter. Like Mm -hmm. just because of their surroundings. Like I think it's it's very, I don't know if naive is the right word of people to think that they are not associated with that. Beverly Hills too, all like they're very rich. Mm -hmm. And logic tells us that very rich people, especially Mm -hmm. very rich white people, lean towards conservative Republicans. So that's, that's, you're just going to have that. Like,
0: I, I have often said, often said that I will never be surprised if any woman, any woman, even everybody's favorite diet Coke drinker, Lisa Barlow, I will not be surprised if any of those women on Salt Lake City Come out, and they are as racist. And I don't not come out as racist. I wouldn't be surprised if anything is revealed from their past where they have problematic racial, you know, ignorant views.
1: Yeah, I I don't. Given our society, and and not to get in a soapbox because I do and talk a lot about implicit biases, but it is solely like so deeply engraved within the country. Mm -hmm. And I've talked about it on a personal level. And it's why I made my course because I grew up in very, very religious, very white surrounding areas where I was like the only blackface. And I actually had to work to unpack my internal racism and implicit Mm -hmm. biases. And I Mm -hmm. still have to check myself frequently um, because there's just stuff that's just embedded and it's not from a purposeful, hateful place. It's like, that's literally just what you grow up thinking. Like exactly. people are more criminals. Like you just like to them, that's not a racial thing. Like that's just a fact. And you have Mm -hmm. to teach yourself and learn to find the actual facts that that's not true, mm-hmm. or why it's true because of a certain reason. So, like to me, like that stuff's gonna come out. Yeah, or you know, you and can't
0: listen. I think that I think that a lot of those women are ignorant. Yeah, like every single last one of them. Um, and I would fair to say I think who's probably the least ignorant, um, in you know like culturally is probably Meredith Marks. Whether you like her or not. I she would but really disappointed me this season. She disappointed me too. But I would but say yes, I agree. that I would say that she probably has enough sense because it is famously said that she allegedly she realized the optics of going after Mary Cosby last year and was like, no, nah, no, nah, to the hell, no, nah, this is not, this ain't it. This ain't it. But Meredith's not from Salt Lake City.
1: Right.
0: She's I think she's from New York
1: well and so is lisa which is why i also mm-hmm. give her that she probably isn't as as bad either but again once you get into those very and i'm not please don't think i'm out in here saying like all oh, religious people are conservative no. or re- no or like, or like i'm not saying that but mm-hmm. i will say that certain things lend to other things and in salt lake you
0: know, city in the I church am- that, that this yeah. is my thing is that w- i said this the other day i don't understand quite why they felt the need to go after Mary Cosby's church and label it a cult when they're part of Mormonism. Mormonism. Right. Like, I, I don't think we should maybe quiet, quiet down a little bit on that one. You know, I, I don't know. I I don't have it for Salt Lake city. I don't think that there's going to be much that is going to intrigue me for another season either it was a struggle for me go to go with it
1: yeah, yeah it like, was a
0: struggle for me to get through this past season same same um, but Even with that like black a black eye Oh god I, I don't i don't care i don't want to talk about yeah. the black eye no ever, I'm, ever I'm, again yeah now same. i do want to move into miami before we wrap up oh wait, can i add one thing really quick about salt lake city yeah yeah um because it's been very interesting
1: to me and sorry you're just the first platform I've gotten to express my views on this. <laughs> like, cause Meredith recently was like, I, um, I'm i always gonna root for the underdog yeah, when it comes the- to Jen. First of all, the, the underdog of what, like when you're the underdog is when you're comparing two things and one person is less fortunate. and right. She is a fraud criminal. Yeah. So the underdog of like, she's the criminal that got caught versus the ones that didn't get caught. Yeah. Um, and I posted something on someone's page. I'm like, this isn't Lay Miz. She's not going to jail because she needed bread to feed her family. Exactly. She was a criminal hurting other criminals. And like with her and with Heather, and I feel like they think that like, it's a mark of them being a good mm-hmm. friend that they're standing yeah. by your side. But like, you're allowed to have morals yep. and values mm-hmm. and put that on your friendships. And you're allowed to say, to me, it does not make you a bad friend to say, you've done this awful thing. Yep. And so because of it, I can no longer associate with you. Yeah. Especially when that person hasn't apologized. This would be a whole different story for me. If Jen was going around like, I did this terrible thing and mm-hmm. I feel really bad and I've really changed, I really whatever. But she's still taking no, no atonement or acknowledgement for it besides like a statement here or there. But mostly she's like, doesn't seem like she really cares. Doesn't seem like she's really sorry. So to me, that's not someone I would be able to continue to associate with. Me neither. Now, if you are sorry and you are repentful, I can work with you on that. We all make mistakes, especially because it started so long ago. But like she is not giving us any of unless she's completely different behind closed doors, which I doubt. Um, from what, what we're able to see,
0: she's not really repentful or like, you know what, for me, you're giving a little bit more credit than I would give her because like, even if she was like, so sorry, I'm like, you're sorry that you got caught. I don't think well, you're I mean, sorry that you sorry did what she did. Like, yeah, if but I don't think, it. I don't think Jen is sorry. I, do, I agree. I, I, well, I, let me say this. Even if she said, sorry, like, oh, I'm so sorry, blah, blah. Are you? Because right. you knew what you were doing was illegal. It's not right. a Teresa Giudice you know thing where she was signed exactly. paper she was like i'm sorry i, I really didn't know it's like okay yeah you know, you know now you yeah. know whatever right but you you're defrauding people you are purposefully going out of your way to rob right. them yeah are you really sorry because i don't i think you were fine when you were carrying your handbags and shit like that you if she hadn't gotten caught you got she never would have stopped yeah okay. exactly you wouldn't you would not have stopped until you if you
1: didn't get so caught you don't so, feel sorry and you don't care and like no. to me to me, that it's okay to say you don't want to be friends. I feel like there's so worried about Jensha's people mm-hmm. not liking them and wanting to be a good friend. But I'm That's like, weird. well, where are your where are your morals and where are your ethics on that? Um, she's not clearly very sorry. So like to me, it's almost like those people who say, like, when people have like really terrible parents or family and they're like, but blood is thicker than water so you can't let them go it's like to them that's a mark of them being like a good Mm -hmm. family member it's like no if this person is harmful to you you can let them go no matter if you have the same blood same thing with this if this friend does not match your morals does Mm -hmm. not match the values that you hold for yourself it's okay to say we don't we can't be friends anymore and quite honestly considering all the reasons heather hates lisa they are far worse. Yep. Than they're far less than the things that Jen did. But we're it's cool, Jen. I'm gonna yep. stick
0: by your side,
1: Jen. Yeah. It makes no sense to me.
0: And I and I agree with you 120%. And but it's also like Meredith, you cannot like Jen, you cannot like Lisa because they both did fucked up things. You know what I mean? I just I these women just continue. you just to me the with that, like
1: I root yeah. for the underdog. Oh, it she made, made like, no sense. It made I no really sense. Hate. I really hate when people are, like, delusional about themselves, Mm -hmm. like, and want us to swallow their bullshit. Like, if you want to stand by a bad decision or a bad thing, own that. But don't try to tell me that you're doing something good and try to frame it so we should be, like, applaud you for being a good... Like, no. Like, just be honest. You don't care about the crime she made because you like the perks of being her friends, and
0: let's just leave it at that. Exactly. Now, I do need to move on to Miami because this last episode, I'm, I'm wearing thin when it comes to Alexia and miss thinking she's the queen bee so i just want to say this alexia often makes no fucking sense and Mm -hmm. for me i feel like with alexia nicole and alexia marisol nicole they talk to nicole and their stance on her it's very like big bully sisters and the little sister and it's like you're not doing what we want as the three Cubans on this cast, therefore we're going to tell you they, it's like, they feel like they can tell her how to get in line. So Alexia plans the gringo dinner for all of the housewives with white husbands pretty much. And she's telling us in the confessional, I really thought Nicole would have called me. I really thought Nicole would have called me and apologize. Nicole is like, we hugged it out at the end. Um, you know, I thought we were fine her and Anthony are sitting at that dinner with no fucking clue that anything's going on there. They play the niceties, everything. And then all, it seemed like all of a sudden out of nowhere, Alexia and her husband are yelling at Nicole and her husband. Right. And Not once did Nicole and her husband get loud. And usually I'm like, okay, whatever. Like, it doesn't really matter to me. Like who got loud and who didn't more so matters what you say, but they were in a restaurant they were in a fucking restaurant and they're swearing up and down. Like this guy is so upset. The lawyer. And once again, Alexia puts her fucking foot in her mouth because she says she threw that credit card at him. Like he was a fucking stripper. First of all, (laughs) I don't Alexia, you are just showing your internalized issues already. I don't care what your profession is, including a stripper. You deserve to get your money how you say get your money. So don't say that it's okay to throw a card at a stripper. Right? If the stripper says,
1: that's 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 a big thing with the Miami cast though. Like their projection of how they really feel. And I mean, I always say like, There's a quote that I I use all the time, which is what what Sally says about Sarah says more about Sally than Sarah. But -hmm. like no place or no class do I see it as much as I see it on Miami. Mm -hmm. Their projection of how they internally feel onto each other is loud, loud.
0: And she said it multiple times. He's not a stripper. He's not a stripper. Baby, I don't care if the stripper said, no, you place the dollar in my hand. You place my currency, how you are paying me, you place it in my hand. Or if she says you place... It, in my bra, wherever. That is how you place it. You respect people. Don't say right. that you could, I can throw money at you because you're a stripper. I can throw a card at you because you're a stripper. Bitch, get the fuck out of here. Like, are you mm. kidding me? And not only that, you, like Todd, I think Todd is the biggest fucking asshole. He is, when he gets heated and he starts talking, I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. It, I, it is something unsettling about him. Yeah, it is when he yeah. starts getting rubbed up. I'm like, whoa, whoa, he's whoa. He's like whoa, the male Larissa. Like,
1: and I only say that because, like, for me, Larissa, like, because I, I could see her being a fun time, but like, when she gets. Angry, Wait, Larissa? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <at, Larsa. laughs> I was wondering why you're looking at me like that. But yes, I meant Larsa. Like, he's the male Larsa to me. Like, she goes to another level, to a very mean place, to a very, like, attacking place. And it's just like. Like you didn't need to take it from zero to sixty. I feel like Todd gets violent.
0: Like when you he think starts so? yelling. Like he, mm. I felt that way when he was talking to. Well, he said, "I'll fight you back." To her yes. son last year, I remember that. But like, I was like, "Is he gonna punch Anthony?" Because Anthony was staying very, very like calm. He was like, you, "Okay." And I think one thing I love Anthony, Nicole and Anthony. I do too, I and I think they're smart asses They bounce. I think that's the way they talk. They're you know, and but people who are not. In on the joke. Yeah. People are not in on the joke. Alexi and Todd. They see that as rude because she kept saying, You're so condescending. You're so condescending. I'm not condescending, but you are literally sitting here screaming at me in the middle of a restaurant. Like, what the fuck do you want me to do? Right. I'm not going to meet you at the level that you're at in public right now. And like, Alexia's like, My son was wondering why we were screaming in his house. Mama, you were screaming the loudest in your right. home. And even right. the, apo- the, I, I, it really irritated me that Alexia beat Nicole down for that apology and the way she did it because. Nicole is trying to get to understanding because what, what's bothering Nicole is that not all, you guys act like I owe you some loyalty and you never, like she said, you never try and see where I'm coming from. And they right. do, they just shut her up every time she tries to explain. What Larsa said, and it was be- that's between Larsa and Nicole. What Larsa said is that I slept with every doctor in the hospital. And then what Marisol showed was a DM saying that I had, I slept with a resident while I was also a resident. That that DM, like when they read it out loud, it did insinuate like, oh, Nicole just is a secretary at the hospital, which there's nothing wrong with being a secretary. Right. Make that clear. But like, she wasn't also a doctor. She, they were residents. Okay. Right. And then she clarified, she said, well, this says a resident. And she said, I did have a relationship with a, right. another resident. And stuff like that and matters because- I was because separated. And right. then, but for- Alexia to sit there and say, it was so unprofessional of you. I'm like, Alexia, I'm sorry. You're so fucking dumb. You're so fucking dumb because all you heard Nicole say was, I have worked so hard for this profession, and now Lars is saying this about it, and that could damage it. And you're saying it was unprofessional of you to, I don't need to be fucking professional right now, first of all, because I'm not, this doesn't pertain to the hospital. And one would argue, Alexia, that I could get in more, my professional reputation would be more damaged by the insinuation that I slept with the entire hospital versus- I might have thrown a credit card at a lawyer, but she didn't throw the credit card out. She placed it in his lap. But still, one of those still holds more weight. And one of those was wrong. Larsa was wrong. That's not what was said. It was that, and she said, yes, I did. After I was separated, I have to be separated for X amount of time. The marriage was over. Alexia, you said that you and Todd started, you know, gallivanting around. You met before you and um, Herman were ever, that this is what dinner. I'm saying. The projection of it all—they all of it—they're projecting. Like, but it's not. A, none of it's okay for Nicole. And like Nicole is sitting there at that dinner, trying to explain to Alexia, and Ale- and she's like, "I'm not trying to say I'm sorry, but what I'm trying to say. No, why do you think you do that? Do you think there's something wrong with you, Alexia? Do you want to talk about what might be wrong with you? Your there's comprehension. Your comprehension is fucked, and I think it's <laughs> rich. I think it is rich for the woman to be de- that told us last week that she fucked up expo- thinking she was exposing Adriana. You are demanding an apology from Nicole when you literally said you're not apologizing to right. Adriana because you refused to scroll all the way down on a web page on some business that you went looking for. You right. went looking for that and then you saw what you wanted to see. And then you threw yeah. it in Adriana's face but you're yep. not owing her an apology in that i i think that there is something really really sinister about how she was making fun of adriana yep. last week saying <laughs> I her. no get the fucking yeah. i'm not
1: apologizing and i don't even like, like... adriana she's on my list i don't either damn too but like in this case like well like even with Alex, Elec- like Alexia has been around for so long and in the beginning i wanted to like her i mm-hmm. i find myself i don't know what it is about her where i like want like i will grasp at like time mm-hmm. when she's not super annoying or not irritating i'm like okay she's not that bad but then she just whips around to disappoint me again she does and like, thing she says I saw she, a meme the other day, though. It was like her and Teresa and they were like, oh, same yeah, woman, different wigs. And I'm yep. like, That's oh, accurate, it's though.
0: it is creepy the way she gets so wild up. But like, again, Nicole had a point and I think she, she was making such a good one too like, listen, you know, do you understand that? Like I and I think she has what like, Nicole is gorgeous. She's short. She could be just she could just be a housewife you know what I mean? Yeah. She's saying, do you know how difficult it is in a male dominated profession, such as like hospital and in, in, in general, but especially like yeah. that to be a pretty Latina woman, and then it's, it's so easy for people to say like, Oh, how did you get here? You slept your way to the top. It's it's right. damaging, but that right. does not compute to Alexia because everything Alexia has ever had a man has given her. And I really don't have a problem with that because I am very good at how you yes. live since. However, however, what I, if that is how I live, I'm not going to talk to a woman who went to med school. Hell, I mean, I have a job, right. but I'm not an anesthesiologist. Right. I'm not going to talk to Nicole about her field and what, right. you know, the ins and outs of it like I know because I don't that's that's not the profession I took that's not the route I took well and I
1: think that that's part of it And I think that on some level she knows that everything she has has come from a man and while mm-hmm. and I think I forgot where I was talking about it so much. I, it's a frustrating because we sort of make it seem like that's what the goal is right to find a yeah. man to take care of you to find the riches, to find all that but then the, the minute a woman does, we talk down to her, we yep. drag her for that. Mm-hmm. So then I think Alexis knows that on some level. And so she's defensive about yeah. it with others. Yeah. And like, we saw it with like Larsa and Lisa and the house thing. Like remember when they started yeah. fighting before yeah. all the cheating yeah. stuff came out and she was like, what about your house with with Lenny? You didn't earn that. Like. Can you imagine if someone had said that to Larsa while she was married to Scotty? What do you imagine if someone had said that to her? She would have Larsa's
0: her whole thing at the reunion because Andy brought it up. You said you, the divorce is finally settled. You you got half, blah, blah. She said, because I'll never forget, I was like, Girl, she goes, I earned it, Andy. I earned it. But she did. I, earned and I it. will
1: back her up on that. But I won't back you up on trashing another woman for the same thing. Like, I, it's ridiculous to me. I fu- okay. Because I, I do this. think that stay-at-home moms do a yeah. lot. Well, I mean, they're also rich ones with nannies and all that. But in theory, I do think stay-at-home moms do a lot and don't get the credit that they deserve for all that they do. And I think they contribute to their husband's careers mm-hmm. and their husband's ability to go further in their career because they're, A, it's been proven that it makes the man look better to have a family. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then B, they're taking away that stress for them, so they do earn it in some right. But to turn around, they do. after you took that same road and trash another woman is
0: and and much like ridiculous. the Lisa and Lenny thing right now, you're you're accustomed to a certain amount of life. So I and you know that he that right. the person provided, however famously with Larsa, she also told us that she's the one who wanted the divorce from Scotty. I don't really think it matters, but this is my thing with it. I, I think she should get whatever you know their agreement was uh, what they were whatever they agreed upon. they have like three or four kids, whatever i don't I don't have a problem with that. I think my thing with how Lars is like, I earned it. I earned it. I would be a little bit more like, oh yeah, fuck yeah. she did if she would have gotten what's if she would have been with Scotty when he was like if she, in the words of Drake when he was shooting in the gym. Okay. Like mm-hmm. a Savannah like a Savannah and LeBron James. Yeah. You know yes. what I mean? Like
1: yeah. I would be so like, Currys. Yeah. like she had yes. built it with
0: him. yes. You got with Scotty after he was already where he was. So you knew, you did know where your life was going to lead and yes. that's fine. I don't have a problem with it. And like you exactly. said, there's the nannies, there's the, you know, XYZ. Larson knew what she was getting in to when mm-hmm. she married Scotty, she was like, Oh, this yeah. is going to make me comfortable. And that's fine if she want to be comfortable. But you, in turn, do not talk about Nicole and how she. And again, I have said before, Nicole is better than me because when Larsa said that, I heard you slept with the whole hospital. I would have said, And I heard you slept in the future while you were still married to Scotty. I would have said that yeah. to her fucking face. Even yep. the playing field, you are going to hit me. I'm going to hit you where you fucking hit me.
1: Okay. And it's annoying because Larsa always goes low like that. Like she will go, like someone will say something slightly off, like the whole thing. So, and I'm still on kind of like the beginning episode. So that's, those mm-hmm. are the examples that flash to mind. Yeah, So yeah, like yeah. with the yeah, Lisa yeah. thing where like Lisa said, she repeated what someone said on a podcast about her building being with like hookers and drug dealers. Mm-hmm. And then Larsa comes back with all this stuff about her house and the blah, blah, blah. And yeah. then seconds she's like, well, let's move on now. It's like, because she felt attacked. She feels the need to attack. And then she can move on. But, like, you're hurting someone who didn't intentionally hurt you, first no. of all. Yeah. And, like, you just feel that, like, the way she feels the need to, like, dig and just say, like, I could never In- be friends with her. Like, she In- could maybe be a fun-time friend. Like, we meet, we party, that. Mm-hmm. But to be a legitimate friend with someone you know reacts like that like I couldn't do it I
0: think I think for me if Larsa did these things in the middle of heated arguments I would understand more with with Lisa and with I, I mean if Lisa said something a little shady yeah she did but she, then she yeah. said I was repeating it like I'm sorry blah blah, blah. But then with Nicole, Nicole did sit down with the intent of figuring out, like, hey, I feel like now we're getting to a bit of a better place, but I do want to talk to you about this comment that you made. Th- that That right. is where Nicole was going. She And she's like, and Larsa goes back to, you didn't want to invite me to your house. Da-da-da-da. And she Which, is, By exciting. the way, can I just say, I cannot get over that. No. Because who doesn't want to know who they're inviting? To? Like, that's not, to me, it's, that's not even an insult. But I'm For somebody to sure. say, I didn't, like, It's not even an insult. What I'm pretty sure happened there is they were having a bunch of pre like filming get togethers to come back together as a group. And from what I understand, everybody was a part of that except for Larsa. Larsa was like, no, let me know when the cameras are coming up and then I will be there. Because in the first episode back on season four, Not Marisol, sorry. Uh, Well, no, Marisol, Alexia. Marisol was a problem with it too. Marisol was
1: part of the running back. And Nicole said this and blah blah blah. Yeah. But
0: no, but um, at the like the first episode back of season four, um, Adriana even said Adriana and uh the other two said Larsa hasn't been around us in in ten years. She Mm. has left the group. She has not been around us. I'm pretty sure. Like when it was coming to all back together, they were like. Larsa just doesn't give a fuck to be around us. And then Nicole was like, okay, well, I don't know her and she doesn't care to be around. So I'm not going to invite her over. And then they took it. But then I also think that there was some talk about the OnlyFans amongst the group amongst the group. Mm-hmm. And then when she finally met Larsa and everything came together and they are at that party at her house, she was like, you know, I judged it. I definitely did, which she at least she owned it. And she goes, but then I she owned it. Yeah, she defended it, but somehow Larsa was mad at her. Even, the, even was though even though Alexia is the one Alexa sitting was there. Judging it. Yeah, Alexia but, is the one sitting there saying, No, Larsa, you shouldn't be doing this. Da 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 da. da. I was like, are y'all what? Right. What planet are y'all on? What's going on up there in the noggin? I and just... that's I think part of my issue with Larsa too. Like you said, it'd be one
1: thing if it was always in the heated argument but it's just like honestly the word you use is perfect like comprehension it's like she will hear a tiny bit of what someone said and go off with it like go off with her anger go off with her issues say crazy wild stuff and then come back later and be like Mm -hmm. oh you know either move on or like i'm upset about this but it's just like pause for a moment listen to what's Mm -hmm. actually being said comprehend use a tiny bit of critical thinking and then Mm -hmm. open your mouth but she does none of those steps she goes from zero to sixty
0: Yes, it is. It's so it's driving me mad. Um, and I wish that they would have waited a little bit later to I don't know how many episodes we have left, but to ask for the film the reunion. And people have been saying that about Potomac too, waiting until us as the audience get to because yeah. we have more questions now. Exactly. We have more questions now. And I feel that way about Miami after watching this episode too, because I got a question for Alexia. Like I, I just, uh, they need to reach Yeah, They shouldn't that.
1: do the reunion until after we see all the episodes. I think so, so we too. Can ask real questions.
0: I think so too. All right. On that note, we are going to go ahead and wrap up. Miyamari, please tell the people where they can find you. Hello. Thank you
1: everyone. Thank you again so much for having me. Uh, so I'm that African butterfly on social media. Um, you can find I'm mostly on Instagram. I'm on Twitter too, and then I also have my YouTube, which you can find that African butterfly, and that's where you can find my Bravo series, Bold, Black, and Addicted to Bravo, where I talk with friends um, about different Bravo topics or about different life topics, but through the lens of Bravo shows, since we all have that common
0: denominator. So check that out. Awesome. And y'all already know where you can find me over on Instagram at who asked me podcast and the TikTok is who asked Zell S E L L E. Please, please, please do not forget to rate and review on Apple podcasts, as well as give us a rating on Spotify. I really, really, really have been lacking asking all for the ratings and reviews, but it is free and I need the support. So please make sure to do that. And we will talk to y'all next week.